0: it's been more than 24 hours since the season ended, but that doesn't mean we're ready to put the season in the rear of the mirror because we are suckers for punishment. And you are too, if you're listening to this and we're also going to spend some time reminding you how stupid we can be.
1: You are locked on guardians your daily podcast on the Cleveland guardians, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. hello everyone and welcome to the show i want to take a second and thank you for all the kind words in yesterday's video for the most part it was a celebration of a rough season a lot of kindness a lot of thank yous we appreciate that over here listen it's not the season we wanted either we would much rather uh if only for our pocketbooks and on top of being fans much rather have this team in the postseason and have spent september with a fan base being a little more engaged than uh, they were. Trust me, we are never rooting for this team to lose. It is not in our fan interest or in our uh, pocketbook interest as as people who talk about this team. This but, is true. you know, yes, we did root for them to lose a few games at the end, just for the sake of the draft. And I will say today, just some behind the, the scenes, I, I, I laid out all 18 picks for the teams who missed the playoffs. I wrote up through pick 11. So I'll be posting that on my own personal blog soon and I'll be posting a daily video pick over on my own, uh, personal, uh, YouTube as well. So, uh, check those out. That is my plugging beforehand. Uh, if you want even more draft content, but we got lots of content today. We, we are going to get into, uh, you, you got some trivia for me. we got some best and worst. Mm-hmm. We're in, we're going to get into a personal pet peeve of mine when it comes to Nolan Jones and Will Benson. And, uh, you know, we're gonna get into some playoff predictions after we prove just how terrible we are at predictions. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, we'll go through our I have at, my at some 20. point we'll
1: also have to dive into the fantasy baseball rankings and see how those turn oh, out. Oh actually,
0: As I, I did I forgot. did promise our listener the other day, our uh our league the other day. So Dirty Randy, shout out to Dirty Randy, that is uh Jordan who finished first place in the first annual locked on guardians league, all 20 teams. Uh, he finished with 201 points in the rotisserie style league. What was your team name again, Jeff?
1: Uh, I, I was team showcase. <laughs> I finished 14th. I kind of forgot to set lineups after a certain oh, day. right ahead of me. Wow. So I didn't, God. you know, I, t- t- I had Tyrone Taylor who had a great second half, never played for me on the bench. Luke Rayleigh never played for me on the bench you had a pretty good uh, roster
0: actually you did Kyle
1: I kept Kyle Bradish on the bench from like June onward but yeah I mean I'm pretty proud Ouch. I drafted I drafted Bradish I drafted Bi I drafted uh-huh. Zach Eflin. like I actually you know that okay listen there's a Jorge, Jorge Lopez the Patrick Sandovals and maybe weren't as as high but I I think I think I don't know if I would have won if I played every day but my my odds would have been better if I you know actually played Kyle Bradish um a little bit here and there. Yeah, I would
0: have finished a little bit higher too. So shout out to Jordan, Dirty Randy, for finishing first. Thanks for all tw- uh, eighteen people yeah, beside us uh, doing that. We,
1: Yoshida's we Island, spots. yeah, Yoshida's <laughs> Island was uh was our silver, and Team Injury, not Jeff, was our bronze. So Those were the top three teams.
0: It's impressive. Hey, Roto's hard. I will say that's Ryan yeah. Yoshida's Island, and then uh, Mike finished in third with Team Injury, not yeah, Jeff, but uh, Cleveland Logan's and- in the draft.
1: Yeah, Cleveland, Logan, and Tanners dead last, followed by Paul Hoynes's notebook out and and Tobias Myers breakout. See, I would have predicted Tobias (laughs) Tobias Myers breakout and Paul Hoynes notebook to be bottom two. So them being the bottom three makes makes some sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, Zach. I'm surprised Zach didn't have Junior Caminero on his team at some point. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about some prospects straight away. First, uh, I saw this on. I'm still going to call it Twitter on Sunday from a buddy of mine, a PD Cleveland, Brendan. Um, He just threw out Tito's first lineup as Indians manager in 2013 for his final day. And I'm like, wow, this is interesting to look at just, you know, where we are 11 years later. And I figured off the air where Jeff and I were talking about how we're going to recap the season and, you know, things we're going to look at about what went right, what went wrong, and just kind of giving the final autopsy on this team. And Jeff's like, "Ah, I'm not so good at, you know, reviewing and, you know, once things pass, I tend to move on, which I understand that. I think it's I think it's the teacher thing. Because my wife has the same thing. When things are in the past, she's kind of done. She moves on. Uh, you know, plus you got a lot more business, a lot more going on at home. I just I don't have kids and all that. But um, I want to see how many of these guys you can name from Tito's first lineup. Because I was looking through, I I quizzed her, and I think she got fifty fifty on it. So it's an interesting lineup. So let's start. Who you don't need to name the actual lineup in order, but let's see with any names you can give me that that day
1: uh so this is 2013 right so yeah this is, we get, the Toronto Blue
0: Jays April 2nd they won gosh. four to one
1: so this means we have a born in center field right leading off correct yeah Michael Brantley in left field he did play left field yes yeah this, yeah uh, <laughs> drew, drew Stubbs in right field yeah um, drew Stubbs in right field <laughs> Uh, because I remember it it was the all center field lineup like that's that's one of the things Um, and I really thought Drew Stubbs is going to be good
0: uh, so much. I did too. I thought Uh, 2020 guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, I really thought I'm like, oh, this is the answer. (laughs) We've needed a center fielder. He's going to be a 2020 guy. Um, Nick Swisher
0: first base. Yeah, you're Uh, four for four.
1: Now we get to the the difficult parts of this which you know, I know there's probably people screaming who have this all memorized (laughs) where it's like again, I move on. It's like that was so like a few years ago. I wouldn't even know. Um
0: That's 11 years ago, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like I, I, I is is Carlos Santana the catcher? Yeah. Carlos Santana is the catcher, yeah. Uh, I, I still got a, a DH, a second baseman, a shortstop and a um a third uh, third, third, third baseman. Base, yes. Um I feel like it is, is I don't I know I'm not. Estrubel Cabrera. Yeah. Okay. Shortstop, you're six for six. Uh, and this is where I'm going to start to fall apart.
0: Um, oh come on, there's two obvious names right here. You should get. The I'll give you the DH should be hard a, a little bit. The second and third base should be pretty easy.
1: I feel like this is this is pre Lindor and pre Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think like who was uh was was Daniel Murphy the DH?
0: Daniel Murphy, David Murphy, David
1: Murphy. Yeah, no, this I was, I
0: don't have a, but this is pre David Uh, Murphy, thank God, one of my least favorite players in Cleveland history. I just remember,
1: I just remember telling Nick Swisher about David Murphy. getting like, do you hear about the David Murphy being traded? Nick Swisher just getting very sad in double A, like, what? He's a good dude, (laughs) like, just like that guy. I know there's so many things that people didn't like Swisher, but like, he was true to himself, and that bro, this was him, but he, he, like, legitimate. He was always kind, always willing to give an interview, always juiced, always excited. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll carry water for him. Um, I, see, this is my problem. I kind of hit that wall, and I'm like, "Oh, who am I? Get another, getting... I'm going to get another two minutes
0: here. Your time is <laughs> like, the back, like an immaculate grid. Come on, no, see, second why, base,
1: second base. I Focus on second apart. base. Focus on second base. This is my ADD mind is, is, is got a million. 2013 and a half people. at second base.
0: This guy was already established. He had a great, fantasy. he had a pretty good 2013 season for them, and a guy we would love to have on our show. We've talked about. He's no longer playing,
1: so it's not Ronnie Belliard. Um, that was I know way before that, but that, that that is our second base talked about i don't know i just like i said i know people are gonna be screaming at like jason their... kipnis oh yeah that makes sense so is right, it and, and Hall at third base then yeah at third base okay, you want me to give you yeah. the dh um one I, shot I, one I, guess I, I had i had something in it left me i had a name that popped up um no i,
0: I don't blame you for not getting this one it's mark reynolds who i okay um, i was ready to sign mark reynolds to an extension after may i well he, he told reporters he goes wait till i go into my cold spell you guys will be ready to kick me out the door. And then he by June,
1: Mark Reynolds was out
0: the door. So.
1: He, he was Mike Zanino. It was Zanino before Zanito. Yeah. It was very similar. Yeah. But uh, no, Mark Reynolds still, by the way, one of the five best hitters in UVA history in Major League <laughs> Baseball. Still one of the and five still best. still agent signings in the last decade because uh,
0: they haven't very well.
1: No, but it's, yeah. So I know people are going to be screaming. I don't know why. Like Kipnis and Chisholm, I just kind of, like, blank them both out. Yeah, I'm surprised. Kipnis, I'm like, oh, yeah, one. Chisholm. Uh, made that easy. But I mean, I'll take eight out of nine. That's not too. Do you big. want to get, do you want to take a stab at the starting pitcher? This one should be obvious. It should be, but that doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to get it. Uh, I'm trying to think who is still left at that point in time. Cause they
0: really only had like one, two, they only had like
1: two starters at this point. I know. But like, I, again, it, it, those things, it's like, this is post Masterson.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it? Is, is it 2013? Not- Justin Masterson started this game and he won. He won oh, six wasn't innings. Oh,
1: Masterson? Okay. It was yeah.
0: Masterson? Yeah. But and then he this turned it the... over to the bullpen mafia: Joe Smith, Vinny Pistano, and Chris Perez. That's right, because Masterson All scoreless innings. Masterson.
1: This is where I was confusing myself because Masterson was the guy they got when they the, when they were doing their sell off. They got him mm-hmm. for Victor Martinez just the same time they made their Cliff Lee deal. And Ooh, Masterson, I'm was glad the you said beast. that.
0: I'm glad you said sell off because I got a comment on something I heard last night. I want to get to that in a minute before we get to we move on to actually things that happened this decade uh, in 2023. Because I know you got some stuff you want to talk about with Nolan Jones. I got some stuff I want to talk about now from something I heard last night from another outlet. So stick around. We got a lot. Still got a lot to talk about today. If you're watching on YouTube, look at Jeff's hat. Jeff loves. Jeff is such a shell for bird dogs. That's because they're a good product. That, that's that's how you my, become a good product. You my have, favorite shorts, one, yeah, they are my favorite shorts. I told you multiple times. I wore them. I'm on a honeymoon. I wore them to bowling. I wore. Them, I wear them like almost every weekend. Like I, I was missing a pair of my khaki shorts from them the other day. I can't say the actual name on the air, but they're khaki. And I tore my entire room upside down looking for them because I wanted to wear them because I love these shorts. They're versatile and they're comfortable. They're so fun.
1: Yeah, it, when they are clean, they immediately are the ones I wear. Like that is the thing; they go to the top of the line. I wear them often on like you know dress down uh, days to work on a Friday. Uh, they're comfortable, but they're also like you know sometimes I'm going to be on the move, and they're they're great for that as well. So uh, I love the Bird Dogs. I, I love everything about them. Half the time I've got the the they. I know here it's the free water bottle, but the Yeti, I still use the Yeti cup. It's high quality. And I mean, I wear the cap they gave us every day. I'm hoping they send us this, this, this water bottle. Um, we love bird dogs. It is a fantastic product. And, if you, and we've had people in our comments talk about how they love them after trying. So make sure to check out bird dogs. Uh, what, what's the official spiel we have to say? You won't want to take your bird dogs off. True.
0: I always keep my... Bird dogs on—they are easy to take off and, and and clean very fast. I will say too. Uh, watch the playoffs on or watch the playoffs. Listen to the playoffs on SiriusXM. I mean, you there, could I mean,
1: watch that. That's you know, you could watch your like phone. Maybe maybe and you know. my my grandfather back in the day might have like sat around and and you know,
0: yeah. Okay, very quickly because I you want to get to Nolan Jones stuff. Yeah, uh, I heard a thing last night on a local TV station. I'm not going to say which one. Um, somebody said, Oh, the guardians are looking at a long rebuild now without Tito. I got to tell you, I no. know, I know this year didn't go as planned, but okay. You're bringing back Steven Kwan. You're bringing back Jose Ramirez. The three guys are pitchers. <laughs> the three rookie pitchers. You're bringing back both nailers. You're bringing back Andre Cemenes, who I think will be at least a league average hitter next year. Yeah. Bo Naylor, you know, we hope takes a step forward. You're going to bring back most of your bullpen. Who we're going to talk about this later in the off season, but the bullpen can't be worse than they were this year. Even though they weren't that bad, I don't think they can be worse than they were before. Like, yeah, you've got some questions to answer at shortstop. You got to figure out which shortstop is the shortstop of the future. You've got to get two outfielders better than Stephen Kwan. Um, you got to hope they have better better pitching depth. Although the pitching depth survived this year, but you can't always guarantee it's going to happen next year.
1: Long You're rebuild. McKenzie
0: and, back. Yeah, and, and, no. This division is going to stink again next year. Okay. The White Sox are not, are, the White Sox should be tearing down. The Tigers are coming, but I don't know if next year's quite their year. They're definitely going to be difficult. The Royals are on year 20 of a rebuild, and the Twins are still average. Like they, and they have, gray is going to be a free agent. So, like, yeah, I know the division isn't the goal. As is the
1: Like they're losing half the yeah. expected. Joey Gallo, season. I mean,
0: they line in their lineup, yeah. struck out a ton. They weren't that impressive. Yeah. They went through a lot of ice cold stretches. And I know, I know winning the division, isn't the goal, like there's more, you should be, you should be shooting for more than winning a mediocre division, but like long rebuild. No, I'd like to know where that came from. Yeah. That, that yeah. is, you
1: know, something I talk about all the time is like, Hey, there are those things that I'll let you know when you don't have to pay attention to someone. That's one of those things that lets you know, you don't have to pay attention that it's. You
0: know, but you should pay attention to no one. Nolan Jones did this year. What Jeff yeah. has to say about Nolan Jones.
1: So let, let's get into it for a second. I, I'm not going to post the clip, um, you know, speaking of the Twins again. But, uh, by the way, if you're looking at the 10 hitters in baseball with, you know, a, what, 300 plate appearances with the highest bat pit. For those who don't know bat pit, that is batting average of balls put in play. League average is, used to be about 285, now it's about 295 to 300. Why is this important? Well, Luis Arez, who just won a batting title in both leagues. So, you know, he's really good at making contact. Probably the... You know, the patron saint of bat pip has a 343 career average. So 343 is the max. The best hitter in baseball is really going to get consistently. Why does this best matter? Hitter for
0: batting average, right? Not yeah. best hitter overall, Sorry, right?
1: Okay, batting average. Best <laughs> guy who's going to post the highest batting average who typically only puts the ball in play. Uh, you know, I got, people got mad at me. And I'm like, he's not going to challenge you at 400 because you can't have a bat pip of 410 all year when you're sitting 400. And that's what happened. It regressed. He's still a great hitter, but a 343 is the highest at that is the 99th percentile outcome of consistent success. Why do I say this? So bat pips in year two fall general. Uh Steven Kwan's fell 30 points. You know what? His on base percentage fell 30 points. Andres Jimenez, it fell 40 points. I want to say. Or was it 70? It was, it was something big. No, it was 60. Or 50, whatever it, it equaled the same drop in his on base percentage. Um, and Oscar Gonzalez, he had a, he's the one who had the 70 point drop, so he was well over 300 to below 300. And guess what? That is identical to how his uh on base percentage changed. It's not always one to one, but in these cases, it was. Uh, you know, speaking of the twins, Eduardo Julian in the top 10 for uh highest bat pips in the league. If you're looking for regression candidates, you look at that list. Uh, number one in baseball by a pretty sizable chunk nolan jones at a 401 nolan jones had a 2020 season nolan jones had a fantastic year i wish they hadn't made that trade i'm going to say that juan brito could end up being the better hitter but right now i'm wishing they hadn't made that trade because i've always been a nolan jones truther anyone who's listened to this podcast knows i've been high on nolan jones i, I didn't give up with the injuries i watched him in akron i'm like this guy can get the to the ball he's again in 2020 a year he is such a better athlete than he ever got credit for he's a hockey player yeah i mean it, and his sister is also a high level like she's probably gonna play professional his softball brother right? played
0: pro hockey too yeah
1: like it's, yeah, it's a is. super athletic family yeah and you know it, for some reason that didn't come up enough and he was young for the level and that you know basically what happened is we had COVID. Other guy yeah, we had COVID, we had a shoulder injury, and then we had, was it a back, back issues. Yeah, yeah, it was like a bunch of things. And then Cleveland decided they don't like that type. They don't like Nolan Jones. They don't like Will Benson. They don't like guys who swing and miss who also walk a lot. They like contact guys. They don't like George Valera is also that type. So we'll see what happens there. Ooh. So they trade him. And again, I don't love this trade, but I also don't like the knee-jerk reaction. Like, is this, you know, a sign that Cleveland's bad at trades? No. Like, this trade is far from... Figured out because Nolan Jones had a 401 bat pip. Um, that would point to a hundred-point aggression that uh, regression. That would point to him hitting below two hundred next year. Mendoza, yeah. Yeah, that that says that he's gonna struggle and make contact. I mean, in honesty, I always thought Nolan Jones was probably gonna be a 230 to 240 guy. Um, with you know, he's Russell brandon He, he might and he might hit better because him. he's gonna be in Colorado. Yeah, like and, and yeah. there there is a degree of that. And yes, guys who hit the ball hard. And our good athletes do have higher bat pips. That's what happens. Luis, Are- Luis Arez has very hard, uh, high, hard hit percentages for his career, I want to say. So it does help. But you're not maintaining a 400, right? No. Uh, Will Benson's at a 391. He was third highest in baseball. And again, you see this happen with rookies, and then the league catches up. And you're like, does the league really catch up anymore? There is a weirdness about guys who come up, and then you don't have enough tape against major league talent, where it's all been kind of in the minor league, and you have some and sometimes guys get hot and sometimes they don't, but uh we saw it with Cleveland. We saw the regression happen hard. And yes, it was not Andre Semen second year, but it was his second year. of a full time. player. You know, he, he had not been a, he he was a 2020 guy and a 29, maybe a little bit in 20. No, I think Just it was 2020. all 2020. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed was, and he was up and down one. in 2021. Yeah. He was up and down. So they, they, then he had the great year and then we had, he had his regression. So listen, are those trades going to end up being ones this team uh, regrets? Maybe. Are they going to end up I being...
0: will regret the Will Benson. Well, the Will Benson one, I just don't have a... I, I really like Stephen Hajar, but he walks too many guys. I don't yeah. think that trade's going to work out. Benson's mm-hmm. going to be a nice role player for Cincinnati. and
1: Or, you know, it's like we are still at a point where those trades could be completely inconsequential and nobody really gains too much value from them. Mm-hmm. They could be a point where these become trades we rue for the next next decade. But anyone who right now is saying, like, based on this season it's not a good argument because yes, they were great this year. And cause they've helped Cleveland this year, potentially we don't know how they would have played in this environment, but the data and, and before you're getting mad about, Oh, too much numbers, too much statistics. This is the same stuff we told you last year. we're like, Oscar Gonzalez is not going to translate. This isn't going to happen again. This was one of those reasons we sat back and said, you know, he doesn't walk now, both these guys walk, so That is why there's a chance for productivity and to be productive players in maybe more of a platoon role heading forward. Uh, Will Benson's already in that role. That's how since he used him was strictly in platoon, maybe for Nolan Jones smart. as well. But yeah, they had great years. Right now, Cleveland is losing both those trades. Juan Brito has a chance to make them still the winner. I wish they had traded someone else. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I've been since draft day. I had Nolan Jones higher rated than Will Benson in that draft. I had Nolan Jones as a top 15 talent in that draft. I loved that pick. And that is a guy that I've been driving that the bandwagon for since he was a high schooler. So it was great to see like, Hey, everything I've talked about is getting proven right, but I'd rather seen it here. I just want to caution patience. Like there is a point right now where again, Hey, they're in for a long rebuild. No, they're not. They've got their entire rotation in place for the next five to six years with McKenzie, the young kids. And then maybe Cantillo, if not someone else, like, yeah, someone's going to get hurt, but there's good depth. They have pieces locked up. Um, you know, the, this is a joke organization with Tito retiring. No, you know, this is very well respected. They'll probably lose James Harris this offseason to one of these openings. Uh, The knee-jerk negative reaction to one of the best run organizations in baseball just annoys me a little. Right now, yeah, it looks bad, but if you look deeper, you realize that it's not that bad.
0: Agreed, and I, you make good points too about <clears throat> Jones and. <clears throat> excuse me, Benson, and and to the opposite, Jimenez, Gonzalez, a walk rate, a healthy walk rate gives you a baseline of success, right? Yes. So when you do face Babbitt progression, as you said on Twitter, um, it's not always a one-to-one thing, but when you, when you prove you are capable of, of maintaining a healthy walk rate and you can get on base without having to hit, hit the ball, um, you give yourself a chance to succeed without when you go through slumps or when Babbitt drops. That's the same reason that Nolan Jones might be more productive even if the BABIP drops. Same with Bill Benson. It's the same reason why Andres Jimenez struggled this year. Some of it – Oster Gonzalez is a great example of why that didn't work because we knew his walk rates were not good. And um, when you don't have great BABIP luck, guess what? You don't hit. That's why his profile is so extreme. And it's why we feel good about Bo Nader going the next year because he also can get on base. without having hit the baseball too. And he is not a BABIP-dependent player to produce offensively. So those are good rules of thumb to maintain. I'm rooting for Nolan Jones. Great kid, great family, a good athlete. Like you said, very underrated. Yeah. a 2020 guy in right field this year would have been a massive improvement over anything they put out there. That's coming from a guy who really loves Will Will Brennan. So we'll talk about more of the autopsy in the season later on. We're going to talk about some other things and look at what we got wrong from this year. And we'll look at the playoffs a little bit, just for a little bit of fun. So we can, uh, Live through those who are making the playoffs, so stick with us. Plenty to bet on in the playoffs if you'd like, but certainly no lack of things to bet on when it comes to the NFL. So snap into the action. The NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. So now is a good time to become a fan of FanDuel because you'll get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time to get on the action. You can bet on spreads, money lines, uh, player props, over-unders. It's extremely easy to put together parlays on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown, kick off the NFL season, get that $200 bonus bet when you place a $5 bet. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Hey, nobody got screwed this year with a noon start time. Very surprised by that in the playoffs. Yeah, um, those were
1: so annoying last year.
0: So weird. I was I was at the ballpark at like eleven o'clock for that. That's that uh, game two. Super fun. Uh, first time I've had a beer before noon since college. So that's been over ten years. But uh, yeah, three o'clock. I think things get started Eastern on playoffs Tuesday or on MLB. You can listen to all the action. You're serious XM app. I'm just gonna go through very quickly and tell you. I don't know about, I don't know anything about baseball. I don't know why, I don't know why I work here, Jeff. I don't know why anybody listens to me. Um, I had the Blue Jays winning the East. I had the Rays and the Yankees making two wild cards. I had the Guardians winning the Central. I had the Mariners winning the West. I had the Astros winning a wild card. Um, So let's see. I got one, two, three out of, I got three out of six playoff teams right in the AL. I had the Braves the Mets, the Phillies, and the East all making the playoffs. That's two out of three. I had the Cardinals winning the Central. That's a zero. <clears throat> I had the Padres not only making the playoffs, I had the Padres winning the division and the Dodgers making the wild card. So the, the NL, NL I did even worse. And my World Series was Mariners over Cardinals, two teams that did not make the even make the playoffs. So, uh, yeah. Any bets I tell you to make,
1: caution. Yeah. <laughs> I So i had tampa uh new york and baltimore i believe were my my three american league playoff teams i was was not quite as sold on toronto uh so i got one of those wrong and then i had the twins i i was or, you know what i may not have had baltimore i might have had cleveland i'm trying to remember right now but i did have the twins winning the division so i did get that um and then i had houston and i want to say seattle so you know I, I got some of these correct but best case scenario for me is that i had houston minnesota and tampa and then so best case i'm at a three um national league i I had st louis i had uh phillies in atlanta just because how far they went i believe i had the mets and i believe i had san diego in la uh and then i had i know tampa was the team i keep picking to to make the world series i've always believed in their talent level so i believe i had tampa atlanta was my was my world series
0: I believed in the, the Mariners because of that pitching rotation, and you were correct to point out back in April that the Mariners' lineup was going to have issues, and lo and behold, the Mariners' lineup had issues. That's why they didn't make the playoffs. They also lost some pitchers, did injury to the Cardinals. I don't even know. They just – I don't know. They were a mess all year. <laughs> so, uh, I had not, yeah, I, I had a lot of missed, missed there. Um, I already know the answer to this. You're not going to watch the playoffs, are you, Jeff?
1: Um, You know, I'll watch games here and there when I can, but it's not not going to – go out of my way. Let's put it that way. You don't know right, well, the World Series I'll sit down and really get into, but I'm just very much like a fan of my team. So, um, you know, it's not, I don't know. Like, like I said, I, I'll be watching some of these games, but it's not something, listen, if it gets in the way of bedtime, I'm going to be doing bedtime.
0: If you are curious at home, if you're kind of a masochist, then um, yeah. Yeah. You can, uh the Brewers, they, if you're rooting for the Brewers, they have Carlos Santana if you want some Guardians rooting interest. The Brewers have Carlos Santana. The Rangers have our boy Austin Hedges. The Marlins have our guy Josh Bell if you're feeling froggy. <laughs> the Dodgers have Ahmed Rosario if you're feeling really interesting. Uh, I, think the, I think the Blue Jays only have, I want to say, Ernie Clement. Um, I don't think the Twins have any ex-Cleveland players. Is
1: Simber not pitching for them still?
0: Oh, yeah, Simber's there. I don't know if he's yeah. healthy or not. Um, yeah, Simber's on the Jays. I don't think the Twins have anybody. The Astros, of course, have Michael Brantley. Um, they, have, they have Phil Maton, and they have Jainer Diaz, who will play. The Rays obviously have Savali and Yandi. They have Harold Ramirez. They have Junior Caminero, if you're, you know, if you're, how you're, feel, how you're feeling about that. Can't forget the Braves also have um, Eddie Rosario. Oh, you know who's on the Marlins? Joey Wendell. Good old Joey Wendell. Love Joey uh, Wendell. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm pulling. I'm pulling for the Brewers, of course, because before the season, I was all on the Brewers' bandwagon. So, but I just saw today that uh, Brandon Woodruff is now out for the playoffs with a, uh, a c- shoulder capsule issue. Year. Yeah, he's got. A, he's got the same injury as Espino. So, you want to have a little fun? You want to see how bad we can get these wrong in the playoffs?
1: Sure. So you line them up, and I will. Okay, well, let's
0: let's start with the first game, Uh, first series, Rays and Rangers. Rays. Yeah, I'll go with the Rays, too. I don't really love the Rangers bullpen is scarier than the Guardians bullpen was this year. So I'll go with the Rays, even without Wander Franco. Then uh, let's say Twins Blue Jays. First of all, do the Twins finally win a playoff game? They have not won a playoff game since they knocked out the Moneyball A's, I think, in 2003. That was their last playoff series. Playoff win, period. They win win that series?
1: No, I'm still going Blue Jays, uh, but I think they have a chance to win a game. I'm going to go with an unpopular opinion. I'm going to pick the Twins to win that series because their pitching is really
0: good, and the the Blue Jays' offense has been very inconsistent this year. So I'm going to go Twins to win that that series. I know it's unpopular. Um, Diamondbacks-Brewers. I'm going to go with the Brewers against my best, better, better judgment without Woodruff.
1: No, I'm going D-backs. I mean, Zach Allen is is right now better than Corbin Burns. So,
0: ooh, that's hard. That's hard to hear. You know, I love Corbin Burns, and they got they probably got the best player on the field in Corbin Carroll. So, yeah, Uh, Phillies Marlins. That should be a fun one. I'm gonna go Mar. I'm gonna go Phillies. That seems easy.
1: Yes, I I don't. I'm not a buyer in the
0: Marlins. Okay. Do you want to go next round, or do you want to just save it and see how bad we did? I say we we
1: save it it and see how bad we did.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Uh, All right, so, yeah, I've got the Twins. So, we we were chalk except for – no, I took the Twins. You took the Blue Jays. You took the Diamondbacks. I took the Brewers. We agreed on the Rays. We agreed on the Phillies. So, we'll see how bad we do after round one. I'll post all mine on Twitter tomorrow because I I love to get things wrong and look stupid because that's what happens when you write about prospects and write about baseball is you know all these things – that you don't know. Hey, if you're following um, Arizona Folly action, this action started just today in Arizona as we're recording this. There was a 9 30 Eastern start time. Chase the Lauder, one for two with a two run homer and a strikeout. Kyle Manzardo, 0 for two with the K. Um, October 4th, you can watch their first game streaming on LB.com. And they play at Salt River three times. Salt River, if you're not familiar, is the only field out there that has StatCast data. So we'll get to have some StatCast data on some of the guys. So uh, we'll do some periodic updates of Arizona Fall League stuff throughout the uh, the month, I'm sure, because what else are we going to talk about? Getting playoff predictions wrong?
1: Uh, yeah, we could, <laughs> do, we could do that as well. But uh, yeah. I just, yeah, we got plenty to talk about uh, throughout this year. We want to thank you for joining us in the off season in our discussions, having some fun with us, commenting. Feel us free know to know throw out topics, too. Yeah.
0: If there's anything uh, you want us to discuss about the season, future topics, feel free to throw them out there. We'll consider
1: everything yep and we appreciate all the kindness and we'll continue to have fun with it as we go uh plenty to talk about we'll have you covered go go guardians go